millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Provocative discussion, intelligence analysis, and fearless comment. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley. But, well, as hopes are rising for an awful lot of the well, millions of people who are currently in Tier 3, who've been in Tier 3 for quite some weeks. In fact, some parts of the country have been in equivalent of Tier 3 pretty much uh, for, for since August, uh, that they may well get a review down to Tier 2 uh, in the uh, government's review today. Of course, uh, 9 million people in London and another million, uh, a couple of million in bits and parts of Hertfordshire and Essex waking up this morning in Tier 3. No doubt waking up in the same sort of state I'm waking up after, of course, last night of freedom. So uh, apologies in advance for that, folks, if the voice is a little bit on the uh, croaky side. Uh, But um, the big issue today, I think the big question mark everyone's asking is whether or not Christmas is going to be cancelled. Because it turns out Boris Johnson wasn't elected to uh, run the country last December. It turns out it was Keir Starmer, Sadiq Khan, the British Medical Journal and the Health Service Journal apparently seem to think that um, they should be in charge of what we all do at Christmas. Now, frankly, it's bad enough. Boris Johnson telling us who we can and cannot meet up with uh, over the Christmas period. But the idea that completely unelected editors of a medical journal seem to think that uh, they know better than we ordinary families know about how to keep our loved ones safe, frankly, I think it's a bit of a darned insult. I'm going to be talking about that throughout the show with lots of top guests. Uh, going to be joined all this morning, I'm delighted to say, by political commentator Benedict Spence. Good morning to you, Benedict. Good morning, Julia. Um, Are you feeling a little delicate this morning? Feeling, I, feel, I think the technical term is ropey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not. Gonna, the, the word limoncello comes to mind, but there we are. <laughs> don't don't drink limoncello if you get up for work at half four. There's my little top tip to the kids. <laughs> if you're listening, you'll uh, go far. <laughs> like your kids, don't drink limoncello at all. Anyway, um, let's talk about Christmas. Um, is should should Christmas be cancelled? Will Christmas be cancelled? I mean, practically speaking, no. I think that's a large part of why. Uh, you know, we're having this whole furore anyway, is that I think the majority of people, a lot of people, were just going to break whatever rules are in place and see their family members anyway. That's why the government, I think, were very keen to be seen to be, you know, not being Grinch-like uh, and, you know, not saying, oh, you can't go out and say pe- see people because there'd be no way of enforcing it. And I mean, you know, I, I think ultimately, you know, even the, even the average police officer is probably going to think twice about whether or not uh, they want to arrest somebody who, yeah. you know, they, they see, well, Chief, see in a house Chief with... 
Principles have Day. there have been a statement uh, about a month or so ago saying, look, we you know we will not be sending police officers into people's homes, and that was realities. This is the thing I find strange is that um, the you know the likes of the Health Service Journal, BMJ, Kiss, Darmacity, Con, or everyone else who's on their bandwagon going, oh oh oh, we're going to see cases rise in 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 December and January because of Christmas. Yeah, like like winter every year, folks, and yet we don't cancel Christmas. Yeah, every single year there's a spike in respiratory diseases that are spread because people people see their family members. Yeah, and we don't cancel it. We let people make their own sensible decisions about how to look after themselves and their loved ones. Um, but it is um it, it, it is interesting that one of the key reasons why Boris Johnson decided to announce that there would be this five days of Christmas, partly there's a lot of pressure for it for a lot of people, but also say lots of people just saying, well, I'm going to see my family anyway. And by doing that, their their advice was that you would you would control it and to keep it to three households instead of people um, sort of you know some people going crazy they thought or people people doing perfectly sensible get-togethers of family members who are, who are perfectly healthy but but nevertheless breaking the law you don't really want to turn a whole load of law-abiding good citizens into lawbreakers that sets a very dangerous precedent makes it much easier for them to break the law the next time now some of us might think that might not be a bad thing at this stage of, of lockdown and freedoms restricted but there is actually method in that madness now i object to anyone being told who they can and can't see any day of the year let alone Christmas Day. But there was method in it. This idea that it should be cancelled because we've got this massive surge, this massive spike in infections. I mean, it's just, frankly, I mean, it's just a lie. I mean, a hospital like infections are going up a little bit in some parts of the country, not even in all parts of London, which is supposedly seeing a surge. If I see Sky News or BBC refer to a surge one more time, there is simply not. Give you some facts here. A weekly average number of COVID deaths right now um, and and weekly average number of COVID admissions to London hospitals um, it's uh, admissions to hospitals it's a quarter of what it was at the peak in, in the spring and the uh, weekly number of deaths is a tenth of the peak uh, back in spring and that's in their own data and there's no surge there's definitely not anything you can remo- remotely describe as a surge doubling every seven days nonsense doubling every 30 days that is not a surge and it happens every single year they, these figures are just not at all out of the ordinary for this time of year and yet we've got people demanding that people are banned from seeing their families at Christmas, banned from travelling around the country. Can you imagine a year ago having this conversation on the radio and it not being a comedy skit? I can't imagine it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that you say you've had a late night, Judy. I mean, that was fantastic. It was just you know, fl- free-flowing. It didn't stop. And it was sort of hit every point that you could possibly want to make, and in double time. Um, I think... Realistically, I think that the political fallout, you know, Boris Johnson will have calculated, the government will have calculated, the political fallout will have been huge. But yeah, I think that this is the strange thing, isn't it? Actually, as much as you and I sit here and we're sort of baffled that this is the attitude, that this is the national attitude, increasingly I find that it is. You know, a, a staggeringly large portion of the population do want these sort of regulations to be brought in. As much as you know, many people will just ignore them, um, it, this seems to be a sort of a prevailing attitude. And it, the thing actually that worries me, that irritates me, is less so much that people are going to be stopped from seeing friends and loved one, ones at Christmas. It's already the, in, the insidious conversations that we're already having about afterwards, after we've got the vaccine, after it's been rolled out, what then? And people are saying, well, you know what? I think maybe we should think about keeping the masks, keeping oh social distancing. Oh, my God, they're desperate, this. aren't they? They are. They're t- and, you, and you think, why? And they say, well, what about the next pandemic? Or, you know, what about reducing the flu? What about-? And you just think, actually... Really? Have you, have you not like found this whole period miserable enough that that you want to keep on doing this in the name of you know? It's always phrased like this, isn't it? Protecting the NHS. 
not the NHS protecting people. We have to protect the NHS. And it's always couched in those terms. And that's the thing that staggers me more than the whole thing about cancelling Christmas. Absolutely. I, I'm with you on every single word there. I mean, it, it, it was yesterday there was a, a poll, something like 57%, I think, of, uh, of people according to this poll. Again, I, don't even, I don't even know if I trust any polls anymore at this rate. Uh, saying that, uh, yes, they, they think that Christmas rules should be cancelled. And what I've discovered from this is talking to lots of different people of different backgrounds is everybody, two men and a woman, who, who is in favour of these rules being, you know, either limited or, or not people not allowed to be meeting up or, you know, continue with all the restrictions we can on people's freedom. Every single person says, well, obviously, I mean, we're going to obviously be sensible. We're going to only meet up with, you know, a younger person or we're going to see, we're going to have COVID tests before if we see, see granny or whatever. Um, but everyone else is totally irresponsible. And it's an incredibly snotty, snobby, um, elitist attitude. This idea, and this is this is from everyone, doesn't matter what their background, whether middle class, working class, whatever they're doing, they seem to have this attitude that everyone else is an idiot. Everyone else does stupid things. Mm. Everyone else routinely puts their family at risk. There was a Vox Pop on Sky News yesterday where they were talking to all these people saying, oh, well, I don't know about, about what we're going to do at Christmas. And, and I mean, I don't know how they edited it, but certainly everyone they put on that broadcast was saying how they were going to be very careful. They were going to be self-isolating for a week before Christmas. Uh, they, they were going to have a COVID test. Uh, they, you know, they were just going to meet up briefly with, with a, a grandmother. I mean, everybody... I know, is doing something really careful and really sensible. And especially with the knowledge that, look, you know, I've got parents in their late 70s. Hopefully, we'll talk about vaccines in a few moments, hopefully they're going to get vaccines very, very soon. The rest of us have had the, had the virus. Frankly, then, right, well, then we can all see them. I mean, and, and that's the end of the matter as far as I'm concerned. But um, it, it is extraordinary, this idea that everyone else is stupid, everyone else is irresponsible, but I alone am a good, sensible person who won't put mm. anyone at risk. Even when the people are doing the same thing. It's like the same people going, I was in the park and everyone was being irresponsible. You were in the park. Mm. I mean, <laughs> it does, doesn't it remind you of another de- national debate that we've been having for the last mm. four years about, oh, these people are very irresponsible and they've ruined everything for me. This is the thing when we talk about new political fault lines in this country, no longer between sort of Labour and Conservative. To me, they seem to be about those that want to preserve what they have and those who want to strike out for things that are better. And yeah, I think that that's how you can sort of couch these. And I don't think that actually that these fall down explicitly Brexit and Remain lines. But there are the similarities there. It's, oh, you're ruining it for all of us. You know, things were great before and, you know, you idiots, you've gone and absolutely trashed everything. And that tends to come to people who are, you know, not that badly off in the grand scheme of things. Um, And with a complete lack of empathy for those people who were not having a great time before and have the temerity to want things to be better, to want things to be a little more prosperous. And I think that that's that really is how we're going to be sort of couching um, and looking at politics in this country for the next decade or so. I am amazed how much the de- dividing line over Brexit and Remain has continued over COVID uh, in terms of people's desperate urge for there to be restrictions on their lives and everyone else's lives. And I can only think that it comes down to the fact that an awful lot of people with restrictions on their lives, um, actually, they just don't have a life at all. I mean, maybe, if you know, I mean, look, when they did the 10pm curfew uh, over, uh, over, over the pubs, I fought against that because there was no medical basis for it. There's just no sound... Which there should be no restriction on anyone's life uh, if there's no medical basis. I, I mean, frankly, there's a big question mark whether there should be even if there is one uh, in terms of civil liberties. But um, I, I fought against that. I don't go out after 10 p.m. I'm, I, I, get to, I get up at half four. It didn't affect me, but it doesn't mean I don't want the freedom for other people to do it. Look, Christmas, um, I'm not even going to be with my family, over, well, my, my extended family over Christmas anyway. Um, on Saturday, I'm getting on a plane to the Caribbean. Luckily,
lucky old me, eh? got our COVID test yesterday, negative. We are on that plane, sorted. So I'm not even going to be affected by these rules. Doesn't mean that I don't want to make sure that other people can see their families. Do you think Boris is going to give in on this one, though? Because we know that, I mean, Nicola Sturgeon never, ever drops an opportunity to sort of be <laughs> holier than thou, more purist on these things. Um, Mark Drakeford in uh, Wales, I mean, to a certain extent, he was actually basically saying, look, we, we fought pretty hard to have uh, all four constituent parts of the UK to agree on the same darn thing. So we, we, we don't want to throw it away. But um, I have a funny feeling that the other the other parts of the UK are going to change their rules. Um, but, you know, people have bought their train tickets. They've bought their turkeys. They, uh, they've got their plans made. Um, this is going to throw a real spanner in the works. Absolutely. I think that the other I think that the other regions, the other nations will U-turn on this. Um, and I think Boris Johnson will as well. I just think he's he's proven to be such a sort of spineless. Yes. <laughs> Without meaning to sound too rude at, at sort of a quarter to seven in the morning. Yes. Ultimately, there has been a real lack of backbone in this government. And you just think, well, given the way that actually he has sort of bent with the winds that the other nations have mm. blown him in, why would this be any yeah. different? Uh, yeah. Ultimately, he doesn't want to be seen to be being weak. And by doing that and by being sort of you know, static, he's incapable of looking strong. Yeah. And again, the key thing is, as we're constantly told, oh, well, if we if we allow freedom in December, God forbid, uh, then we'll have to have a lockdown in January. Uh, let's put some money on it right now. They're going to lock <laughs> us down in January. I mean, tier three yeah. for parts of the country. That is, for all intents and purposes, a lockdown anyway. Um, mm. I, 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 it's going to happen anyway. And again, I, I, I'm with an awful lot of people now. I feel that, frankly, it's going to be like this until we say no, until we say we will not put up with this anymore. And the polls just, just to me, no one's ever going to say no to this. I mean, we just think how our freedoms are going to be taken forever, even when there's no one dying of COVID at all, because, oh, isn't it safer? I, I, I don't want to live safely. It's not, not the only value I have in my life. But there we are. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.